So the IBIS-1 trial started in 1992, and it was the first trial to look at whether or not we could prevent breast cancer with drugs which we knew were effective for treatment. So the trial has used a drug called tamoxifen, which has been the standard treatment of breast cancer for, for a long time now, um, to see if we could prevent breast cancer in women who didn't have breast cancer but were at high risk, mostly because of a family history. The trial began in 1992, and we now have just over 20 years of follow-up from the first patient. Uh, our earliest report actually showed a clear reduction in cancer over the five years that the drug was given. We give tamoxifen for five years um, and we were able to see a clear 30 to 35 percent reduction in breast cancer, which was very much the estrogen receptor positive breast cancers, it, which are about 80 percent of breast cancer is estrogen receptor positive. And those are the ones that are, uh, that are reduced by tamoxifen. A small proportion, the so-called estrogen receptor negative cancers, um, are not affected by tamoxifen, and that remains a challenge as to how to prevent those. So we reported the data initially after about five years, and then after about 10 years, we reported that the effects appear to continue after the treatment is stopped. What we're doing now is looking at the data where the median follow-up is actually very long. It's 16 years, and some women have been followed up for as much as 20 years. And uh, the great excitement and surprise was that, in fact, the benefit has been undiminished over that 20 years. We're still seeing a 30 to 35 percent reduction in breast cancer incidence right out at 20 years, 15 years after the women stopped, stopped, stopped taking tamoxifen. The issue of taking tamoxifen, or in fact any drug for cancer prevention, is really something still fairly new, and I think there's a reluctance for women to do this because of the concern about side effects. This has been reviewed now for, by many different groups, including NICE, who have actually recommended that high-risk women should consider or in fact be offered tamoxifen if their risk of breast cancer is above 8% for the next 10 years, and that's about 2% of the population. Um, this evidence actually does support the fact that there's going to be a long-term benefit and I think indicates that particularly for the younger women, taking tamoxifen for five years will give them really at least 20 years of benefit and possibly more. I think we need to get the message out that although there are some side effects, women that have side effects can simply stop the, the drug and there's no long-term problem. Um, but the benefits are substantial and it is really an important thing to consider for women at high risk of breast cancer. Yeah, the long-term follow-up has generally been quite positive in terms of this dramatic reduction in breast cancer. There are a hundred fewer cancers now in the women that, that have taken, taken tamoxifen, about 250 versus 350. But we have seen some other late effects which do concern us. We don't know exactly how to interpret them. But we have seen an increase in estrogen receptor negative tumors, which could be due to the fact that these would have shown up as estrogen receptor positive tumors had they not been taking tamoxifen. But tamoxifen held those tumors in, in, in check for a while, and then when they break out, they break out as estrogen receptor negative tumors. Uh, and we need, I think, to see how serious that is. There's been no reduction in breast cancer deaths. In fact, there's a slightly fewer more deaths, but essentially no effect. That's mostly because the number of deaths from breast cancer is a small fraction, only about 12 percent of the women who had breast cancer. So we don't really have enough data to be able to be certain about that. 
The one side effect we did know about tamoxifen is that it causes endometrial cancer. And in this longer follow-up, we've seen evidence that, in fact, some of those are actually fatal cancers. So we need to understand that a bit more clearly. And it's one of the reasons why the aromatase inhibitors might be more attractive for postmenopausal women. They are the women that get most of the endometrial cancers, and there's no increased risk with the aromatase inhibitors. Uh, I think high-risk women need to be made more aware of these, this evidence that there is a real benefit in terms of reducing risk. Uh, they need to know this data and to consider their options. Uh, so we need to make doctors more aware so they can talk about it accurately, talk about the potential side effects and the benefits. And um, basically, I think, just make this a more widely accepted option, just as uh, in, in cardiovascular disease, we don't wait for someone to get a heart attack. If they've got high cholesterol or high blood pressure, we actually identify that and reduce it either by physical activity and exercise, diet, or by uh, using drugs like the statins or the uh, antihypertensive drugs. Uh, we need to bring this idea into cancer because breast cancer is the commonest cancer in women now and it is growing rapidly around the world. So. Treatment is not enough. We do need to sort of control the incidence and the appearance of this disease.